0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Barefoot with Spirit podcast show. I'm your host, Leanne, the Barefoot Medium, and I'm incredibly excited to connect with you and to be able to bring you channeled information from Spirit, Source, the Divine, whoever it is you call it, to inspire you to transform your experience, consciously manifest your desires, and connect with your intuition and spirit. Now, before we get started, I would like to take a moment just to really acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which I stand and on which my guest is around and pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging. I extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples and First Nations people who are tuning in from wherever you are around the world. So kick off your shoes. Take a deep breath into your heart and imagine yourself stepping into this beautiful spiritual container, this sacred space for a deep, intimate and connected conversation with my amazing guest, success strategist, Lisa Fogarty, who is the co-founder and CEO of Performance Circle. Now, we're going to talk to you today about dreams and visions and navigating a life touched by the divine, magical guidance. What better topic to do when Lisa is coming to us today, living her dream life on an island in the Whitsundays in Queensland, Australia, and is recognised for her amazing work as a leader in transformation providing energy and joy to the people she works with by empowering them to overcome their fears, anxiety, and sabotage self-talk. And she's just an amazing, successful businesswoman and practice-speaking professional who's worked with some of Australia's largest corporations, teaching them practical strategies to change the way people feel about life and business and is an expert on topics from customer service, engagement, selling strategy, innovation, presentation skills, relationship building and self-esteem. And I am sure there is so, so, so much more, Lisa. So, welcome. Thank you, Leanne. Thank you for having me. A pleasure. Now, I know that you and I connected some time ago and I've been so excited to have you on for an episode to share your beautiful wisdom and knowledge that's there with my listeners and and those who tune in. So thank you. Can you tell people a little bit about your background and how you've come to be doing what you're doing?
1: Absolutely. So my background, I'm really a mum, a wife, a lady who is very, very passionate about people, people and connection, and in, most importantly, communication. And this all started for me really as a child, really little, when I used to walk along the street with my, what everyone said was an imaginary monkey, but to me, he was real. And he still is today. I feel him holding my hand right at the time that I need it most. I knew that there was something special about me and the way that I talked, my voice. I used to be bullied at school for having a squeaky voice. And what's amazing about that is me being able to overcome that and realise that it's actually my voice that gives me power. So I love my voice. I love who I am and what I do for a living. I went into corporate and struggled there for a little while having to make choices to whether or not be working for someone else or myself and that's where I've come out at the other end I work for myself with myself I don't even call it work really Leanne because I just love being around people
0: and I love that because you know what you've brought in and amongst that is all sorts of different types of transformations that you've undergone throughout your life and transformation is is something that we all experience whether it's from being the little child with the the monkey that holds your hand and I love that (laughs) Um, one of my one of my guides is my joy guide I call him my cheeky little monkey so it's it's perfect and so aligned Um, you know and, and our differences are what make us special
1: I would agree with that. The differences that I have are plenty along with everybody else that we come into contact with. And that's the fun part about what I do, Leanne, is to get people to really dig deep and understand what their real talents are and who they really are again, going all the way back to that childhood to the present. Yeah. Yeah, we're all different.
0: That's for we sure. are. And and you know, we come into this world with the skills, the abilities, the talents that we're meant to use in our lifetime, whether it's, you know, talking to spirit people, you know, and and, you're having a squeaky voice and communicating. I love that, right? We are all different for a reason. So, you know, those skills and talents are there for us to bring our dreams and our visions to reality. And that's what I really want to dig into today with you is tell me what you know about dreams.
1: Whoa. Well, what I know is I love them. I love having big, deep sleeps and getting dreams um, and remembering them. So every morning I wake up, I literally write down everything I can remember about the dream so that I can reflect if it's reoccurring. I just know there's a message in there for me somewhere. I most recently had an incredible dream At right at a time where I was pivoting, transforming myself and my husband. And I had an amazing dream with my Nana and Pop, who have passed. And they were in the dream with Rob, actually on the shore of of a beach. And there were all these boys going out. Um, I hope everyone knows what a boy is, but they're floating and they were going out like a path. There was some on the left, some on the right. And I entered the water. And I looked back at my three favourite people in the world, one my husband and the other two, my nana and pop. And even though Rob's not passed, he was in this dream. I took the plunge into the water and I kept walking through this whole entire path. And there was all the sea animals, uh, the sharks, the whales, the stingrays, everything. But it was like there was a void that I was walking through. And I came through to the other side, and there was no one else there. It was just me. But I was so full of joy, and so proud of myself that I did something on my own, Mm. rather than thinking that I needed Rob there with me. And that to me, that very dream, that had me at a point in my life where I went, you know what, I can actually do this on my own. And I still have other people guiding me in the other realms. So Mm. I hope I hope that story is okay, but that's my latest dream that I remember the most.
0: I think that's a beautiful analogy and something that, you know, a lot of listeners and and those watching will relate to. Um, You know, one of the things that, you know, when we transition from one stage in our life to another or one opportunity to another It might be that we're transforming our business or it might be that we're transforming um, our physical body or how we're being in the world, whether that's our communication style or how we connect in relationships. There's so many things that have these big, beautiful dreams and visions of how we want our life to be. And no one can create that for us it's all within us and it's all given to us for a purpose and you know so I love that analogy of you jumping in and you know going for that that swim and taking that little transition on your own because it's extremely powerful
1: well, Leanne, I now know every moment where I get that seed of doubt, so maybe flicking from belief to doubt, I see that dream as, as plain as day, right here, right now, and then I just recall how I felt in that dream and then all of a sudden I'm capable of doing anything. Yeah. So I love dreams. I also love flying in dreams.
0: Oh, of course you do. <laughs>
1: oh, I adore it and I'm a teacher when I'm flying in dreams yeah. so but I have to every time and they're usually in a sequence through maybe three or four times in one week and then I wish and wish and wish and wish that I could have another flying dream because I love it so much <laughs> but the flying dreams uh, there's people on the sidelines and they're saying please pick me Lisa please take me on your journey I want to come with you teach me how to fly and I turn around and I say It's in you. You have to find it yourself. The answer's in you. So when you said that, I'm thinking, that's my favourite thing to say.
0: Yeah.
1: answers are all in you. And if you need to find your own wings, I can show you what it is that I do. This is what's happening in my dream. I also believe it in real life. But you need to find your own wings. You need to be, like I say, digging really deep into your own messages that you get to yourself.
0: Mm. and and you know again that that analogy of the water and the swimming one of mine is that I use with a lot of my clients is walking down a corridor we've closed one door and we're walking down a corridor towards a new beginning a new opportunity a new whatever new stage and there's often doorways off to the side so it's similar for you and I'll often know when I'm kind of in doubt or what I call the wobble. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Because I'll wobble from one side to another or I'll go in a doorway that kind of sidetracks me or sabotages or pulls me off track or I might have needed to go there for a little bit of wisdom, knowledge and, you know, whatever in amongst it. But then I come back into that beautiful corridor and keep walking that path and there might be other people along that corridor or that journey who join me for the whole thing or just let me walk it and they meet me at the other end and you know I love the flying part as well because you know we are as as teachers and guides and however we do that whether it's as a medium a teacher a a coach or a speaker, we're here to help people find the truth that already exists within them and, and to really allow that to unravel.
1: I love the way you put that, Leanne. I truly believe I'm reincarnated from the visor period, so from Egypt, and I truly believe that my way of teaching is similar to that way of teaching which is I'm going to tell you lots of stories little bits and pieces are are fabricated you find out which part of that is and now make that your own truth I just love doing that and I'm absolutely certain that that's part of that flying is for me to leave and come back I really feel like I do that in my dreams. That's why I love them so much.
0: (laughs) Now tell me a little bit about living your dream life. Mm,
1: Wow. So living on an island, I'm literally in our yacht right now. We do have uh, land dwellings as well, but this is where I love to be. I love floating on the water. Our dream more than 20 years ago was for us to be living on an island and helping people with transformation, the same way that we transformed my husband and I when we first met. We came here to this place 22 years ago and we put on a vision board, the pictures of exactly what we would have. And we have worked towards that for 20 years. We've been here two years now. Mm -hmm. However, the way that it came about was really quite interesting because we put it on a shelf And Rob was, he was online looking for a new job. He had just recovered from a cancer, uh, he's a cancer survivor. I was gonna say cancer scare, it was more than scary, but anyway, he survived, (laughs) which is fabulous. And what it means is that we then could bring that back to life. And he went online to look for a job and there just happened to be a job here on the island. He got halfway through filling it out and he shut it down. He said, no, it's okay. We'll stay where we are at You do what you're doing. We're doing really well. And a week later, someone contacted him and said, you haven't completed filling out the application form. Could you please finish it? And he thought to himself, how do they even know I exist? And why are they even looking at something that's only half filled out? So he filled out the rest and within minutes he got a phone call saying, yes, you're coming to the island. The following week he moved here. And six months later I followed. Now my tummy goes funny telling you that story because it's so exciting that if you don't give up on your dream and you take one tiny little step towards it, the universe just supplies and it just pushed him straight into it. I'm like, why didn't you do this 20 years ago? (laughs) He had a
0: lot of things to do first. It's really funny, though, isn't it, when we set those beautiful intentions, whether it's through a vision board or uh, writing it down and journaling it or whatever. And for me, I don't know if you can see my treasure chest back there. That's got all my dreams and visions in it. So I have an actual treasure chest that I pop all my little goals and dreams and visions into and ask the universe to support me in manifesting and creating and bringing to reality. Now, the part that some people miss is we've got to follow those nudges rather than second-guessing it. So I love how, you know, the, the logical brain can often circumvent the guidance that we're being given. And, and Rob's example of that is is fantastic <laughs> because it's like a nudge here, apply for this. The logical brain goes, no, 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 we'll stay here. And then the universe goes, no, here's where we need you. Uh, here's your dream. Here's, here's your vision being manifest. And so all it takes is a little bit of trust and faith, doesn't it, to... and and confidence to take those steps, no matter how relevant they seem or they don't seem. Well, you can
1: always make a choice at the other end but if something's presenting itself and you have an opportunity say yes and figure it out later <laughs> we're at a bit of a crossroads right now even we are calling on our ancestors to help us i believe that's how you even got this message you got a nudge too leanne i did Rob and I, for the last two weeks, have been sitting quietly together on the yacht and talking about where we go next and what we do and whether or not we are in the right place. We have moved so many times. People call us gypsies. Well, I'm quite happy to be a gypsy because change to me is fun and exciting. And we feel like we're on the cusp of something else and we're really looking for those signs. You must be wide opened uh, with your eyes but also your ears. I've got so much chatter going on in my ears at the moment and I just need a quiet place to sit and figure it out and listen to my intuition because it's never, ever failed us, Leanne, ever.
0: And it won't. Your intuition never, ever, ever fails you it's the logical brain that jumps in and analyzes judges or, or circumvents it or doubts. Right. And mm. yeah. So I, I was actually on, uh, doing my morning walk and I had all of a sudden I said to spirit, okay, what would you have me do today? And that was my, my only question. And I, your name popped in and I went, Oh, And they said, just reach out and ask her to do an interview for for Barefoot with Spirit podcast and go from there. And so your call came in and I reached out. And so that's how we're we're sitting here today. Um, And you know, there's so many different experiences in my life, and I'm sure there is in yours, where I've set an intention, had a dream, had a goal had a vision and followed that where things just worked out without me knowing how and why. And, you know, I love how you mentioned listening to the, the intuition and, and really understanding what that's asking you to do because it can come in in so many different ways for everybody, It can be those feathers and coins and those external signs that a lot of people look for. The reality is, it comes from within. Whether it's through hearing or a knowing that I just knew I had to reach out to you, and you know, or visions like through your dreams, or a feeling I just feel like I need to do this. Don't know why, don't know how, just trust. I have a beautiful
1: story, Leanne, about when I was leaving corporate. I worked for one of the big four banks here in Australia and it was my very last day. I chose to resign. It was a big decision and it was to look after Rob. He really wanted me to set myself up thinking that he was going to pass over at that time. He was told he had three months to live and three years later he's still here, which is fabulous. I want everyone to know that. Yeah. We're not sure for how long, but we're just making everyday count. What happened was on this very last day of me at work was I sat there in the office and I was on my own. We were on the, I'm on the 12th floor of a building. And I was on my own and all of a sudden something in me said, get up. Why are you still sitting here? What are you waiting for? No one else is there. No one's going to say goodbye to you because I worked in a national role, but I was in this building. So there was no one there that I normally worked with. And I went to the front desk. I handed over my key card. I handed over the laptop, handed over everything that was my identity for that job. And then I didn't feel very well. But I knew that there was a transformation coming and I got in the lift and all I wanted to do was not be alone. Mm. I felt really lonely and I know those two things are different. Yeah. I got in this lift, Leanne, and the doors closed and on the other side of the door were mirrors. Now I've been getting in and out of these lifts every day and never even saw myself in the mirrors ever before. <laughs> I get in there and I look at myself and I felt like I was just getting smaller and smaller in this vision of myself I'm thinking someone else has got to get in now probably the reason why I'd never seen the mirrors before per se is because there was always heaps of people in there and I was always ushered to the back because I'm getting out at the top no one got in the lift went down 12 11 10 9 I'm looking at myself going please someone get in I'm feeling really lonely I'm scared in here and the lift felt like it was just getting darker and smaller So then we got down to level six, five, four, and I'm thinking, surely how could nobody get in this lift? This is insane. We're on Eagle Street in Brisbane. Mm. There is no way that no one's getting in this lift. Well, there was a reason no one got in that lift because when I got to the ground and went ding, I felt this push in my back. And it was get out. And then this great big light come in front of me. And it was just, it was the outside light coming in because the lift was so dark. And then I felt this big urge of as if these wings were coming straight out of my back. And I floated out of that lift. And I've always felt like that, that was right there was the proof that I'd made the right decision. And I was not alone.
0: No.
1: I just wasn't alone. Now that is a feeling. And whenever I want to feel powerful Hmm. just before I walk on stage or just before I help somebody else in transformation, I envisage those big wings going bang, 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 coming out of my back and being on the ground level, no longer worrying about being up high in a building. And now I flop around on the sand barefoot.
0: (laughs) I love it. I love it. And I mean, I love that story because you and I have a similar experience with that. <laughs> I, I had a uh, very stressful corporate role in a university, a, quite a large university here in Brisbane um, and had worked there for a long, long time and was doing phenomenal hours, had Everything being piled on me because I'd been there so long and I just couldn't see a way out. And I knew at some point I would quit and I would finish. I got the tap on my shoulder at 2 a.m. one morning and I just had this knowing and this feeling that it's time, get up. And I typed my resignation. The next morning I rang my mum and I said, here's what I'm doing. Her and I had worked together and she's like, great, just do it. Had no job, had no nothing to go to and walked in and went, here you go. And I've never looked back.
1: What a fabulous feeling.
0: It is, isn't it? And I think, you know, one of the things I want to get across to everybody that's listening or watching is that, Sometimes we hold on to those fears and those anxieties and those ways of being because we feel safe in it. Mm. And sometimes the safer, well, not sometimes, always. 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 <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the, the, the highest and best thing is to follow your joy and follow your passion And trust that everything will always work out for you.
1: It always does, Leanne. I've got goosebumps you saying that. It really does. It really, really does. I've been homeless twice and every time I've just sat quietly with myself and been grateful for still being alive and being in the moment that I'm in. And then the very next day, as soon as I do that and I give in to the fear, the very next day I speak to somebody else and they say, follow me. They appear. The monkey appears again, takes me by the hand. I'm serious. Let's (laughs) go. Let's go. Oh, my God. My (laughs) mum one day had to stop the bus to get my monkey back on
0: because the bus driver shut the doors too quick. (laughs) oh I love that and I love the the fun and the playfulness of it and I think that's really important to remind people of is that you know our life's journey is meant to be fun and joyful and passionate and feel good and right for you doesn't mean we might not go through those challenges or those those issues that might come up, they're there to build our resilience and build our our confidence in our ability to overcome.
1: Every single time something appears to be happening to me, I'll use those words really carefully, Mm -hmm. when I switch that around and I take the control back and say, Lisa, you are allowing this to happen, that's when I get my belief back. So I go from doubt to belief immediately just by giving myself permission yeah. to be me. Every little thing that's happened to me since the day I was born is already going to be happening to me. Just I get to choose whether I take the harder road or the easier road. Now, sometimes I've gone the harder road. That's okay. I've met people along the way. Yeah. But the best thing is I can see myself at 94. Yeah. I literally can see myself, so now I just work backwards from there. Yeah, and every time I lose the plot, which is that does happen, I must (laughs) admit, definitely happens. I just have to remember I'm not alone. Yeah, there is definitely spirit guiding me, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent believer, and with that, I just. I just wish I could see them. I wish that I could, I know I can feel them, but I want to be able to see them. It must be so fabulous for you, Leanne.
0: Well, the interesting thing is that I do see spirit. It's not my strongest sense. So my stronger, when I connect with spirit, I actually feel them and I know that they're there. They're my strongest ways of connecting and they will give me visions only when it's the quickest way to get the message to me. I
1: understand.
0: So you're you do see, and and this is for everybody, yeah. a lot of people see, we just expect it in a different way. Right. And so you're seeing through your dreams, and so when we see spirit it might just be through our dreams and that's totally okay because like communication in the real world, we all communicate differently, right? So so spirit communicates with us differently. And, and, you know, talking about guides, I mentioned my cheeky little monkey, Um, my joy guide is there to uplift me and, and bring me into that beautiful high vibration of joy and passion and, really allow me to follow that. And my joy guide, often when I'm not in that space where I'm bogged down with work or the doing, will kind of, will, will make me hear like a, a really sharp um, sound in my ear. And I'll go, oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> it's time to stop and have some fun. Wow. Stop and play, Right. But then my my main guide that I work with with my mediumship will make me feel energy on my body. So it might be um, a pain in the chest or a sore knee or a headache or, or whatever it might be as a message that needs to be delivered. Okay. And it all happens in an instant. So you do see. (laughs) I guess I do you do and the more you invite that in the more it will expand for you and the way that I usually tell people to who, who are interested in working on that is sit somewhere in your physical environment and observe what are you seeing I see a tree I see a crystal I see a table I see a computer I see a curtain what do you see because when you're doing that you're telling spirit that these are all the things that they can use as a frame of reference to bring through for you Leanne I get smell often it's beautiful isn't it
1: oh it's phenomenal it really makes you feel alive I don't know why I said that, but it does. It makes me feel like I'm alive, but, yeah, the smell. Yeah. I, I smell my pops, um, his pipe. Yeah.
0: I was <laughs> just going to say to you, smelling smoke. Yeah. 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 I have a grandfather who I smell his cigarette smoke as well. Yeah. And I smell our dog who
1: passed recently. Yeah. It's like, oh, Bobby's in the room. Bobby,
0: you need a wash. <laughs> but I love that, you know, you're so, you're in that flow and that knowing of I'm in a transition. I'm in a period of transformation. I'm in a period of change. And that's often where people get uncomfortable and overwhelmed or stressed and anxious when they are not sure what next
1: I think that's where Rob and I are at the
0: moment I really do and so what 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 are your tips on managing that how would you you know ask other people who are dealing with a transition how would you suggest they move through that Well, I would suggest that they be
1: very, very clear on what it is that they would like to do. Because when you're really clear on what you want rather than what you don't want, then you can actually take the little tiny steps towards it. But if there's a couple, so my husband and I are both feeling the same, it's to be supportive of each other and understand the different types of languages that we speak So Rob is very much an affirmations person. Mm -hmm. So he really needs to hear from me constantly that everything's okay. Or if it's not okay, that we talk it out until it is okay. Otherwise he will sit and be concerned about me and then not be focusing on what he needs to do to take us forward. For me, I'm all about touch. Mm. So... When Rob comes home or acts of service, when he comes home from his work, because he still works here, he doesn't actually have to, but he loves doing it. But he will come home and he will make sure he engages with me with touch. So a nice cuddle or a kiss on the cheek or on the forehead. He kisses me on the forehead a lot. And that's just enough to know that I'm not alone. And I think that's my one thing because of all of my past, my history coming up and maybe even other lives, is that I'm not alone providing I can feel something and connected. So my advice would be understand what sort of language you require from someone else to help you through or even from yourself.
0: That would be the first step. Yeah. And I, I love that because, you know, we need to understand how we work and how we need to receive love or support or respect or or whatever that might be that sits there for us and you know we often depending on where we're at in our journey we may not know what that looks like what it sounds like or what it feels like for us and that was one of the things that that I did um, about almost six years ago is, you know, I I got this nudge and had stepped out of a relationship that was challenging and hard. And my business was hard, everything was hard. And I just went, you know what? No, stop. And I jumped, packed it, I sold everything. I packed up and I jumped on a plane. Perfect. Because that was, and my soul just nudged me. I said, "What, what is it that I want to experience? And I would never done the travel and work overseas or live overseas, so I did. And so incredibly interesting. All these dreams that I'd been having in meditation or visions unfolded as soon as I got there. And that's where I met my partner. So, you know, we're always nudged to go somewhere for a reason. And everyone thought I was crazy for doing it. My intention for doing that was to find me and to come back to me and find out what it was that I needed. And, and need is okay because, and you know, I know in the spiritual circle people talk about don't be needy. There's a difference between need and needy and attaching to I need this in order to be happy. It's I have a need for physical touch, right? I'm like you. I need touch. I, I go shopping when I touch everything and go, nope, not for me. <laughs> I literally can feel if I pick up a
1: book and want to read a book, Yeah. I can feel it. No, nope, that's not the right one. It just, it travels through me. I've got so, I feel so proud of myself being able to identify when something actually feels right and trust it literally trust it believe in yourself own your actions
0: learn from your past and trust it
1: yeah Um,
0: because you know we we sometimes need to clear out and silence that chatter that -hmm. might be from ourselves from our normal everyday world from people around us and just come back to ourselves
1: and um, on my vision board, I've got a picture of about eight monks lined up walking away from me. I can't see their faces. And that's actually something that I would like to accomplish this year is to go to a silent retreat.
0: Oh, beautiful.
1: I don't, I don't even know if they exist, but that's what I want. But I need to take the steps towards it. I've got a vision, but what's the first step? Is probably tell someone about it.
0: So I've just done that. Yeah.
1: How I've let it out. And then once you've told someone, then you can take the next step because others, they might just happen to know the right way around it. You just said that would be wonderful. So obviously it does exist.
0: <laughs> it does exist. I, there's a, a few people I know that have done silent retreats. Um, I'm not sure any in Australia, but there are definitely some overseas when we can when we can get (laughs) there so yeah and and I love how you identify that with you're asking for what you need and knowing and identifying what you need is really important and knowing how you work particularly when there's two of you manifesting and creating Mm -hmm. and knowing when the other needs some extra support, and or you do, and how to, how to balance that. It, it's a beautiful flow. So thank you for acknowledging that. Because sometimes if we're manifesting and creating with someone else in our physical world, we can be really clear and following our intuition and taking the steps and taking the guidance, but the other person might be in fear or overwhelm or doubt and that might block it a little bit as well so you've got to be really present don't you you do and I see that a lot working
1: with couples actually we we work with families here yeah. on the island so we often it starts out as private coaching with the with the person the CEO of a business or, or something like that and then it, we work into the family because their work affects the family life and that's often the number one thing is they're on different pages, but only because they didn't share what page they're on. Yeah, perfect. If you don't share it and then we come in, uh, Rob and I working together, uh, hopefully people are seeing how much I love this man, <laughs> but we work together and then it we lead by example. So we show others that, okay, so communication is actually about sharing.
0: Yeah. It's really about sharing and listening, really listening. Yeah, and I love that you acknowledge that because it's not always about the talking. It's it, communication is about being able to hold space for whether it's your partner, your family, your friends, your whoever that might be, or yourself. Absolutely, and yourself first and foremost, right? because we can't hold space for anybody else. We can't hear anyone else without hearing ourselves. So thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Um, what is it? What's the one tip that you would give someone for, for trusting those nudges? Oh, that's a big well, it's, it's a
1: biggie. It it's a because we're asking people to potentially step outside their comfort zone. And uh, that's why it excited me a little bit too. The one tip is to say yes and figure it out later.
0: Yeah, perfect. Quite
1: literally just go the, what's the worst case scenario? What's the best case scenario? And what's the most likely? you'll talk yourself into doing
0: it. So just do it anyway. <laughs> I love that because, you know, we we all started off without knowing how to do anything. That's right. So we've got a 100% success rate in figuring things out, don't we? Well, you've got this far, so <laughs> absolutely.
1: And there's always the next day, but we live in the now. Exactly. We need to live in the now. If Rob and I did not, listen to all these nudges we would not be living our dream life right now and preparing for our next vision i really want people to know this this took 22 years of focusing on what we wanted we took too long because we didn't listen to the nudges so (laughs) we've got a nudge right now and it is telling us to move to go somewhere else to find the people that require our help yeah. Both of us are getting the exact same nudge. We're getting them in different dreams, but because we're so open and discussing it, every time one of us talks, the other one's just sitting there going, I feel the same way. Yeah. But it makes sense to
0: do it. Just do it. Yeah. What's the worst thing that could happen? We come back. You make another <laughs> decision. And that's that's the thing I think people think um, want to make a decision that's it you actually get to make a different decision every day every moment you can make a new decision and so that's kind of would would be my tip is do something until it feels until it doesn't feel right anymore till it doesn't bring you joy anymore and that's your nudge to step into something different. there's an, a new beginning opening. And I think it's amazing that you and I are chatting just before or three days before a beautiful new moon eclipse, which is all about setting those intentions and allowing those new seeds to be planted on what do you want to create? What's the dream? What's the vision? Get clear on that. Be crystal clear. Because we, we all, we're all so amazing at manifesting, right? We really are. And a lot
1: of people don't even realize how good they are at manifesting. It's whether or not you see the signs. It's whether or not you take the action. You need there's more steps to just dreaming it and believing it. You really need to own that and take the steps towards it. Yeah. And and learn from the last time you didn't take that nudge (laughs) and go, okay, next time I'm doing it straight away. But then make sure you do. Yeah. Perfect. Just believe, believe, trust. It really is trust, trust in yourself, in your own initiative. If you're listening to this, you're already most of the way there yeah. because you clearly believe. Yeah.
0: yeah, I, And I think that's really powerful for people to hear and to really allow that to, to land and, and anchor that in right in this moment, breathe and acknowledge that you have, you know, you have the power to, believe in yourself you have permission to believe in yourself and sometimes it's no one's actually given them permission to give you waiting for it from
1: someone else yeah Yeah.
0: they've
1: got to give you've got to give it to yourself waiting for someone else to give you permission is not going to help you on your journey
0: in
1: in fact I believe it'll hinder
0: it absolutely which is why I'm going you have permission Give yourself permission to do everything and anything that you want to do in your life. It's your life. You get, you know, I say that, you know, you get one life. You actually don't, but. (laughs) In the now. In the now we get one life. (laughs) I love how cheeky they are. (laughs) Uh, You know, trying to say you get one life and then I hear them say, no, you don't. (laughs) challenge (laughs) you (laughs) too so I know (laughs) um yeah so thank you so much for joining me today Lisa it's been such an honor to talk and share and just bring out whatever little nuggets of wisdom people needed to hear today so thank you I'd like to thank you very much Leanne and I have a big question
1: for you oh okay Mm -hmm. Is there anyone present that has a message
0: for me? <laughs> um, so, you have grandmother and mum's side passed, yes? Just recently. Yeah, okay. She's a, a lovely lady. She had a bit of a, a minor illness, she's saying, and I'm, I'm a little bit confused before I pass. Was she on quite a bit of medication? And she's showing me her throat, but I don't feel like, I feel like it's a dryness or a, I can't quite get stuff down. Does that make sense? Yes. She's got this, and I want to describe her as a bit of a sprightly lady. (laughs) That's one word. (laughs) She's got this personality that's quite sprightly and big and, and passionate. Is, is how I would describe her. Um, she would tell you what she thought. Oh, yes. I might have got some of that from her. I think you did. Um, you have a beautiful connection with her. You've got a lot of similarities with her personality-wise and, and, and a lot of those traits come out, is what I'm hearing. She's incredibly proud of you. That's nice. And and what she's saying is um, grab that monkey by the hand, throw him on your back and get moving. Cool. The question that, that they want you to ask is where would you have me be? Okay. Or where would you have me be or where would you have me go? And that will open up the the awareness that will come in and it's not too far away. Okay, so just keep keep stepping, just keep trusting and ask that question. Fabulous. Where Uh, would you have me be? Where would you have me be? And I want to give you a massive hug from your grandmother. She's the one that wanted to really just let you know that she's okay. She's good. Fabulous! Yes, she's the most recent. Yeah. Okay. Very sprightly. It's almost like I want to push to the front and say, "Hey, I'm here." <laughs> oh, she
1: would definitely have pushed everybody else out of the way. <laughs> Probably knowing that I hadn't thought of her too. Yeah.
0: Oops, <laughs> yeah no, that's okay. Sometimes it's the person we least expect that that steps forward, and I trust that it's always the right person. With the right message for you. Yeah. So thank you so much. Can I get you to share where people can connect with you if they're interested in more about what you do?
1: Absolutely. I have
0: a Facebook
1: page, which is Lisa Fogarty, also Lisa Fogarty Live, and that's the Instagram as well. Plus, I have a website, which is lisafogarty.com.au. And that's Fogarty, which is F-O-G-A-R-T-Y. So LisaFogarty.com
0: for you. Thank you so much. And thank you to everybody who's listened or watched this episode. We trust that you have received whatever information and insight you needed to be able to walk your path and set those beautiful dreams and visions in motion take the steps, take, trust the nudges, and trust yourself to bring those visions and dreams into reality with the support and help of the divine, the universe, source, spirit, whoever it is you, you call them. And I trust that you'll unfold those wings, all of you, and let spirit guide you each and every day. Thank you everyone. And if you want to connect with me further, jump on my website, the barefootmedium.com.au or Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all of those places, the Barefoot Medium. Thank you, everyone, and I'll connect with you next time for the next episode of Barefoot with Spirit.